This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Yeah. This is the hardest dude to sing, though. This is this is why I love Dom right here. This is See, a great song. This is a phenomenal song, man. This is good. Especially we can just do this part. Waiting. Man, this is. The world went and changed a little bit since the last time we talked to this guy. Yes, it did. Yes, Hour it number has. two. Mm-hmm. We, uh... Didn't have a Monday show, so we will thank our sponsors and uh, fill them in today, even mm-hmm. though we don't really don't have sponsors today. But Bory Law Offices, Andrew Bory, downtown Decatur, specializing in bankruptcy, family law, a lot of things you don't want to have to deal with in life and call a lawyer for, also divorce, things like this. They're going to help you through the process if you need them. 422-2400, the phone number to Bory Law Offices. Also, big thanks to the Coley family. Dale Southlake Pharmacy, Coley's Corner Drugs, Erica's store up north. And, mm-hmm. uh, of course, they got... Coley's uh, Community Pharmacy inside uh, Crossing as well. Staying yeah. plenty busy. Yeah. Uh, we get a chance to start the second hour. And, uh, again, uh, honored and a pleasure to get a chance to talk to uh, uh, Jonathan Jackson, uh, American business professor, entrepreneur. i got to take this off the Wikipedia page to do this officially. Uh, but the national <laughs> spokesman for the Rainbow Push Coalition. And uh, he's done a little bit of everything. Son of Jesse, but uh, his own man, Jonathan Jackson. Uh, Jonathan, I need you to talk to your boy here. This man wants to buy swords. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother Eric. Hey, Reverend Carson. How are you, sir? What's going on, big bruh? Excellent in yourself. Man. The world has changed since we were last together on the phone, huh? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, right? Just just a tad bit. It'll change a lot more, <laughs> I guess, in January, uh, if uh, if we ever, if we get to that point when, when the president gets into office. I know there's a lot of problems Do between you, now and then. but Will there be a smooth transition, Professor Jonathan? Say it again? Will there will, will there be a smooth transition? Yeah, I believe so. You know, there's many safeguards within the um, within the um, Constitution, and there is a process, and it should go all the way through. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's interesting. So, as Mr. President-elect Biden approaches 80 million people that voted for him, as uh, President Trump approaches uh, 74 million. People that voted for him, it's a great day for democracy. Many people got up off their rear ends, mm-hmm. came out and voted. Yeah. And uh, and to the victor, there there should be the uh, smooth transition of power. And if you think about how phenomenal this is, that this is coming down to roughly five states um, after 150-plus million votes mm-hmm. have been cast cumulatively, mm-hmm. and 1% would be... 1.5 million votes. This cumulatively is coming down to less than 150,000 votes. Wow. Less than a tenth of a percent spread over five states. So I understand somebody fighting for Absolutely. every vote and every count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you hear about boxes of ballots coming in a day late, a week late, and they called it a week ago, 10 days ago, and another 10 million votes have been counted. Wow. So, it's, so it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Now, some of those are legal. Because, uh, like the military, the the absentee ballots can mm-hmm. be received that late. Uh, but the people that were just late to send it in regularly, those those are just going to be, I believe, uh, pitched, and uh, that, that'll be the end of those. But it's uh, it's definitely uh, a, a, a different process that we're in in 2020. The, the whole world is different right now. I mean, literally, the whole world mm-hmm. is in a in such a crazy spot. What is this? Is this you know? We we see Kamala Harris come in as vice president. You know, we we talk to a number of. Of, uh, of black female leaders in our community, and you could just feel mm-hmm. feel the, 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 the excitement, maybe even more than excitement, you know, a little bit of relief and just pride in their voices. Um, mm-hmm. how, this is great. It, it, does it just start with kids to see that the world can change and, and, be, and you know, and, you know and, and modify on the go, especially since we've been dealing with so much hate between Americans for the last, uh, last couple of years? Well, forever. Well, it, but. Can, it, it can also show you, Eric, the um, the, uh, the resiliency of America. That um, 
here's a uh, woman that's a descendant of of East of East Indian and West Indian uh, blood that is now the second highest um, command, the second highest post in the government. Um, it goes to show you that a man from very humble beginnings, uh, President like Joe Biden, that uh, there is a trajectory and an ascendancy for those that aren't of of, uh, arist- of aristocracy to to still climb up and mm-hmm. command our government. There's also an opportunity where you can see where the um, where the young people are, the women in particular. Think about this. Right. This is the hundredth uh, anniversary of the um, of the Nineteenth Amendment, where women wow. were given the right to vote. Right. It's no. not been that long. This mm-hmm. is the hundredth anniversary, and this is the hundred fiftieth anniversary of the Fifteenth Amendment, where blacks were given the right to vote. Mm-hmm. So, if you dovetail those two. It shows an enormous amount of progress. Uh, this wasn't as the founders had envisioned it, but our democracy has evolved. And, you think that's, uh, pro- that's why I have a little bit of a problem with the originalist language. We weren't in the original Constitution, right. and certainly yeah. at three-fifths of a human being. So it's evolved, and it, can, it should continue to evolve and grow. And uh, God bless America for that. Well, I mean, yeah, what, what I said earlier was, it, it, you know, little boys need to see this, too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be great to... To, for, for kids to grow up and see, you know, any, anything's possible, you know, and this whole anything is possible term is something we've always said, but it really hasn't been true uh, until it finally some things finally happen. Um, you know, wh- wh- what do you think about, you know, Biden sets the record. You mentioned all the votes coming in, but Trump set the record, too. I mean, we are we are still going to be very torn here. It is utterly important that we that we start becoming one nation again. So. Being a, if you're happy that Biden won, I mean, you can't go rubbing in anybody's face because it's so important to go to work now. Well, and this is, um, um, with all due respect to President Trump, he is the second largest vote getter in American history. Yeah. And um, as I said before, this is coming down to less than 150,000 votes that swung in um, in five states. Yeah. And just like this was a margin of, 77,000 votes four years ago that went uh, in his favor. Although he did not win the popular vote, he won the electoral college vote, and that's the rules by which we abide by. Right. Um, and I do hope that we get beyond this partisanship, you know, this this uh, this blue and red. It's really uh, odious and toxic. Um, now we see state legislatures are more divided now uh, than they have been in the last 70 years. Of the 15 states, 30 now have Republican-led governors, executive branches, and legislative branches, 30. Democrats have 19 complete control of the executive and the legislative branches. And there's only one state that has a split, and that is in Montana. Mm. Um, That's not a good sign. Um, We should be able to not have this. And, And we're also going into census. So, therefore, after you do the um, the vote count, then you go into reapportionment where the Congress people go, and then you go into redistricting. Yeah. So the history of that is those powers that have um, that complete control tend to put their thumb on the scale so that they can increase their amount of seats and maintain their power. So I do hope we get beyond partisan rhetoric. Uh, America has a lot of rebuilding to do. After this uh, tsunami of this uh, health crisis passes. There's going to be a catastrophic amount of businesses to have been closed. Everyone is going to need a bailout. Everyone is going to need some assistance from the municipalities to the hospitals um, to a generation that can fall in between the cracks and on the margin. So I hope we move expeditiously beyond. I've been very impressed with the tone and tenor of Mr. Biden. Let's move beyond the, uh, yeah. the partisanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, as two political parties, I don't know if you can get much difference of opinion. They don't agree on anything. One could say they enjoy sunshine. The other will say they enjoy moonlight. You know, but are, are, are we really that different as people, <laughs> as human beings? No. We're really no, not. I mean, we sit, we sit in and watch the, the football games on Sunday, and people are, are, are pulling for, for the uh, color of the jerseys and not for the color of the skin. That was true 50 years ago, but mm-hmm. it's changed. 50 years later, you know, we want the home teams to win. And now that we're seeing like this health care crisis now, what we see in COVID, 
we're looking at hospitalization, uh, we're running out of hospitalization capacity. Yeah. There are only roughly a million hospital beds in the United States, and there, and it's being forecast we're going to have people that don't have your hospital bed to go to. I mean, we have to wow. reprioritize the nation on the things that we should. We don't need any more drones. We need more doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need any more scud or scud or missiles. We need some some skilled nurses. We need to open up the pipeline for us to be more humane and be more civilized. This sort of vitriolic bitter on uh, God bless America. No, God's blessed the whole world. God yeah. is not myopic, and he's not myopia. He's not your God. He's for the whole world. So mm-hmm. I hope we, we can elevate our thoughts and elevate our beliefs and get back to humanity. When's the last time you've heard the words humanity and decency? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, pretty much with an I-N in front of uh, decency most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what's scary is COVID is still considered by many political and we've got people going in front of our city council preaching that it's not even real and it's a hoax. And we have people dying in this community, great mm-hmm. people who are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I guess these people don't know them. They, they, they You know, these people that think we're being lied to, it's still stuck in a political world. And I, I guess we just leave those people behind. Because <laughs> if they haven't had their, their opinion changed yet, what, I don't know what's going to change it. And you, how to stay confident in, in the in the in the shadows of some of those people is tough for uh, for many to do, I assume. You know, it's really it's really painful. I know people are sick of wearing masks and they're sick of the COVID. But like the World Health Organization director said, COVID isn't sick of of the people yet. So yeah. it's mm. still it's still moving about. And now you get into the uh, magic of of big numbers when you have 10 million people infected. We don't know how reinfection works. We really don't know what this vaccination could work. Like people take the flu annually, but we have to take this shot annually, twice a year. No. Uh, like, uh, what are the uh, what, what are the downsides? They usually take three to five years to get a vaccine. Uh, you know, the precursor to the shingles is the is a chicken pox. It's taken mm. fifty years to create a vaccine for the uh, for the uh, shingles. Mm. I mean, like, it's so much more that has to be studied and known. I think, as a nation, unfortunately, we have a level of arrogance and entitlement. Um, this is something that's common. It's infected other parts of the world, and unless everyone plays by the same rules, it's only going to metastasize and spread, as we've seen. People want to get back on the football field, want to get back to normal life, yeah. but guess what? Uh, this is an invisible germ. Mm-hmm. We Absolutely. don't have the science to figure it out yet, and uh, we just need to be disciplined to take the time. And many people don't, unfortunately, care for science in school, and now we are showing this. We need to make sure education is no longer defunded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah obviously. Right. You know, I feel like it's been a, a few weeks and a, a huge victory for people of color, you know, when it, when it comes to what happened with Kamala Harris going in. We haven't had – I'm sure they're out there, but I haven't heard of a national issue that has happened in, in, the, in, the, in the racial war that, that we have continued on. So – it, the battle is still happening. The battle can, you know, I'm, I'm just afraid of this subject and this topic fading away until the next big thing happens. But are the, are the fights still out there? Oh, of course they will be. But, you know, I'd like to say that this was a victory for those persons that uh, don't want to see America first, those persons that, that want to see America uh, in concert with the rest of the world. We're a nation of 330 million people out of 700, out of 7 billion, 800 million. Yeah. Uh, we're only 4% of the world's population. There is no way that you can do anything alone. We're all interdependent. We all have to cooperate. Uh, this is a victory for those that want to see America rejoin the, um, the, uh, the Paris Accord on climate change. It's getting hotter, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it's staying hotter longer. This is a, is a victory for those that want to see reasonable regulation and and not to see the, the poultry farms in Arkansas spit up for uh, Tyson's food and jeopardize workers. It's a victory for those that don't want to see the national wildlife in Alaska uh, be, be turned over to, uh, to major oil uh, drillers and so forth. So for those persons that are on the side of, of progress and, uh, and uh, not putting commerce above people, I think it's a victory for a lot of people. And for those that came out to make a stand uh, to say that we are a nation of values and there are some values that we ought to hold, hold on to, I respect them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not, like, sticking a, a, 
a thumb in anyone's eye, but I am uh, certainly hopeful and I'm very confident that this will be a smooth transition. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. You got, do you have a sword guy for Courtney? <laughs> yeah. I want him to come to Chicago. I'll give him one myself. Yeah. Amen. Hey, understanding that the Rainbow Push Coalition has been fighting for women's rights for such a long time, this has to be a, a um, huge victory for the family, the Push family, with Kamala being uh, the vice president-elect. You know, she was a um, when she was a student. I I remember her telling me that she had her Jesse Jackson bumper stickers on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Uh, She was a early supporter of my father when he ran like president. Um, But that's a a tremendous achievement. She went to a historically black college, um, very much in the tradition of Thurgood Marshall. Uh, That's a great victory to let people know that. that intelligence isn't locked on one side of town. It doesn't have to be for the biggest school. Everyone can have a right to serve. Uh, and to see her, her up there, uh, a female, um, 100 years after women in this country have secured the right to vote, mm-hmm. that is monumental. Yes. Now we are just uh, one step closer to women being able to see themselves in the presidency mm-hmm. in the United States of America. We've seen a president... Uh, of Israel. We've seen a, a prime minister in, in Britain. We've mm-hmm. seen prime ministers and, and, and women take leadership in, in, um, in, in the Philippines. We can now see it's in striking distance that a woman uh, will be judged on her intelligence uh, and not on her sexual orientation mm-hmm. to be able to take the highest office in the land. Mm-hmm. And women are not the minority. They outlive men and there are more women than men. So mm-hmm. the majority <laughs> yeah. one day will be right. the nation. <laughs> For sure. Hey, quick question. Just a fun question. We've been having a, uh, a, a, not an argument, but a disagreement. I want to ask a couple of questions. First, have you ever eaten Chico sticks as a child? <laughs> I got to ask that question. <laughs> no. No. Oh, wow. What? Wow. Okay, I'm a bring, when I come get a sword, I'm gonna bring a Chico stick with me. Now, now, bring it on. <laughs> and second question, um, can you believe that peanut butter cups? I can't even say them. I can't even remember the things. Are the number one sold candy, man? Talk to me about that. <laughs> it's, it's still Halloween in here. Courtney keeps he can't. Get I'm upset that. about that. We did a poll and I lost to it to peanut butter cups. He can't accept. You about like Reese's peanut butter Reese's cups? Yeah. peanut butter cups, man. What about them? They're the number one candy. Is it really? Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, most sold. No. Yeah, I can see it. I've Why? Some, How can you believe? How some, can you see uh, that? I got some peanut M and M's, peppermint sticks, uh, chocolate covered almonds, and Reese's peanut butter cups um, in a yeah in yeah. several jars in front of my television. Yes, I believe that. Oh my yeah. god! I, I do think if you combine all of the flavors of M and M's, I think they overtake peanut butter cups. But if you broke them up individually, peanut butter cups are the number one. <laughs> I, I can't I, believe I, but, it. You know, but, but but that Chico stick is something fried with something in it with some salt and sugar on it, right? Uh, yeah, coconut. <laughs> Co- yeah. yeah. So you know what yeah, that Chico I, stick is? Yeah, though. I did, you know, I did the coconut like little thing that got the four colors on it. You pinch it. Apart, no, but I guess I'll try Chico stick. I'm more interested <laughs> in these days. Don't, 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 don't be doing yeah. things just because Courtney's trying. I'm doing no. Nowlaters and, uh, and, and Lemonheads and, uh, and Paydays. And, uh, paydays? I forgot how good Paydays are. Yeah, I forgot how good Paydays are, too. Let's go with it. Uh, yeah, the best. Jonathan Jackson, have a, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, I've been... Hey, thanks for thinking about me. And, hey, you all have a better one. And uh, I know you all are down there in God's country. Courtney, you can bring me a, a fresh chicken up. When you come back through the city sometimes. <laughs> and Eric, I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. Stay COVID free. Amen. God bless all your listeners, my friend. Sure. The, yeah, the best to you. to you. We, uh, we talked to Jonathan <laughs> so Jackson. Long, Doc. And uh, if you missed that conversation with Jonathan Jackson, it'll, it'll always be available at nowdicator.com. Dominique will have that posted to our Nowdicator Facebook and Twitter pages as well. And uh, staying busy, uh, representing Rainbow Push. Yeah, it's just it's just good to catch up. Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, the national spokesperson of Rainbow Push Coalition travels all over the world speaking and handling business and interacting with individuals in behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. I don't know, I don't know if you got that question that I was going to. I, I'm, I fear that the race conversation is fading. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Are there just as many 
peaceful protests going on right now as there were two months ago? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, yeah. we can't just rest on a mm-hmm. on an election because I don't think the election is right. just a tiny bit of it. Mm-hmm. There's still hate in this country. It's yeah. No, scary. I think that he answered it. I think that he answered it. You think so? He said the fight is still on. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. But is it, is it active? Is it actively? I yeah, I think that for the push, it's I don't definitely to, active. I guess I'm mostly but, speaking from yeah. the white side. Oh, okay. You know, you're because, all, you're going to fight as right. people of color forever. Right, for sure. But do we still care about it nationwide? Mm-hmm. Mm. Are all the white folks still all in on it, that we're all in on it? Right, and we're right. I just, see what you're saying. And we're distraught by George Floyd. Are we still, mm-hmm. we're still fighting the fight the best we can? Right, um, right. Just, I don't know, I guess keep loving is one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Yeah. I think that's the greatest re- response. Yeah. If everybody loves each other, then we have no reason to fight each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one big step is uniting mm-hmm. as a country. Yeah. Anyway. Definitely. And if we can just start not hating each other because mm-hmm. of who was voted for. I'm that, telling you. It's a pretty important first step. The, the picture of Biden and Kamala hugging with the leaders that came before us looking down on them, that's the that's that's the epitome of America. You know what? Maybe, that's you what. Know, that's you know what. what progression look. Kamala hugging a Republican. Mm. You know because yeah, we, yeah, that, almost definitely. That is going to be. There, yeah. I saw a, a video on Twitter that when they were entered, I don't know if it was the first meeting of Congress or whatever mm-hmm. it was, but she goes walking in and Lindsey Graham, who's a very hated Republican mm-hmm. member of Congress by the Democratic side, mm-hmm. she walks by him and they fist bump. You know. Yeah. You know, it's just a simple thing, but it's like good you know you just a little bit of love and, and then he was asked about it later and he goes well it still has to be proven that they're going to win but we're still human beings and that's what that's what i think a lot of people don't connect and they don't connect with athletes they don't connect with entertainers yeah. they don't connect with celebrities that these people are still you know you all hate each other we all hate each other over disagreements in congress but all those people that are representing us they all go out to dinner together right exactly they don't hate each yeah, other definitely but we hate each other yeah it's weird i was going to ask you the question do you think that the um political party divide is worse than the racial divide well i think it's i think it's more divided mm. but i don't think there's anything worse than hating somebody for the color of their skin yeah i mean you're talking yeah. about something that can't be controlled right so i think it's probably less divided because i think yeah. I, I don't think there's I guess you're asking me, are there more diehard politicians that hate the other side or more diehard black people and that, white that, people, people that hate the person of yeah. the other, other color? Right. I would I would certainly hope that there's more people considering what we just saw in this vote. Mm-hmm. I would certainly hope there's less racial hate in the country than there are hate for a political, you know, because I just think there's so much mm-hmm. divide in politics. But what you said was so accurate, man. I utilize that kind of conversation when I talk to individuals on the streets, right? Yeah. Like get individuals that's participating in gang activity. Yeah. Like, man, the leaders of these gangs literally sit and eat lunch together. Do they really? Jeff Ford and Larry Hoover, both G- GD and uh, Blackstone, they sit and eat lunch together and on the streets. We're trying to kill each other. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. There's something wrong with that picture, man. Well, it, it, and there's not hate in, entertain, <clears throat> in entertainment, but people are they do not connect. They don't realize that. Lady Gaga has somebody. She has somebody to do it for, her, but she's just eating a Wendy's cheeseburger some night too. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're not any different from right. From these, they're just human beings. Yeah. Athletes. There's a, there's a great bit in Fever Pitch, which is a not really not a very good baseball movie, but it's a baseball movie. And and the these three, you know, Jimmy Fallon's in this movie, and they're they're at the bar after a game, and they're just distraught that the Red Sox lost, and they can't even eat, and they're drowning their sorrows in beers. And in the movie, three Red Sox are having dinner. It's like, how can these guys eat when they lost tonight? It's mm-hmm. like, that's not how athletes look at it. I mean, it's their job. They went, right. they went to work that day and they didn't have a great of a day. You can envision that as you going to the office and it was super busy and you never had any extra time or whatever your job might be. You know, mm-hmm. It wasn't a traumatically bad day. You know, just a bad day would be a loss for a baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people, they, they can't disconnect that. And the same thing I think would kind of go for Congress. You know, you, you 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 hate this guy that that you go to the office with because he's a diehard Trump fan. You, I mean you you hate him, but the person that represents you, Dick Durbin, and the person that represents him, Lindsey Graham, don't necessarily hate each other. Mm-hmm. You know you know. But even though you think we all should hate each other equally, drive right. each other's buses off the road. <laughs> it's not how it works. You know, and it, sometimes it's like, have they? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I hate you. I hate the word brainwash because I don't think anybody's really dumb enough to get 100% brainwashed. I think mm-hmm. you fall into rhythms and 
you know, get caught up and for you know forget to pull back and be realistic sometimes, but mm-hmm. not not fully brainwashed. But are we really that disconnected that we can't realize that? Mm. That we can't realize that uh, this uh, this is just a topic that we don't agree on. Stop hating that guy. Right. It's not. It shouldn't be built that way. But I feel like we've been driven more recently to hate each other for, dis- oh, for disagreeing. Definitely. Instead yeah. of just disagreeing and then going about it, people are unfriending each other left and right. Eric, if you loved Donald Trump, do you know I will still let you in my home to play pool <laughs> and I will whoop your butt in the pool? I, well, at some point, you will Still. maybe win. But right now, you have lost three times to two. I'm just saying. Can we get Jonathan back on the phone and see if he might have a picture of his dad so we can finally get Courtney's uh, uh, tribute to himself down in his basement? No, I have I have him down there now. He's down there now. Where's he at? He's He and Jonathan. He's right next to the uh well i saw an eight by ten picture is that what you're talking about it's 11 by 14 oh, okay <laughs> one inch <laughs> so but we still we still got we got to get the big boy we got to get it's coming it's on its way <laughs> the big boy it's on its way <laughs> and i think i'm gonna go with this picture of uh, a real stoic picture man it's kind of cool i really yeah. i like it it's, it's dope i'm gonna see if i can pull it up real quick there's gotta there's gotta be <laughs> A great picture of Jesse and Look, like John Lewis or somebody. That's oh, that's a cool picture. Isn't that yeah. good? That's a good picture. That's real good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> then, you know what would be even better? Then a picture of you so and that, I. That kind of, you know, with the shadowing and mm-hmm. the black and white would match the MLK picture. Now you need one kind of like that of Barack. Of B? Yeah. Yeah. Or gotta, Malcolm X or whoever. We got one of Malcolm already. It's just, I got to get the frame for it. Whatever. So where's the picture you're going to be shifted to? Oh, it's not moving. <laughs> Stand right there, Doc. <laughs> I'm in the middle of all of this. You know, you're so, going to add to the outside and keep right, yourself in the exactly. middle. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. It's going uh, down. All right, right there at the tunk table. <laughs> the tunk table. <laughs> Every time you look up, I'm right there looking like, what you got in your hand? <laughs> What a weird game that was to learn. Hey, man, you got to come back over so we can play some more. Yeah, with actual money. Yeah. 33 and counting. Let's get a break. Uh, we're going to take a timeout when we come back. Uh, the, uh, we, we march on like like normal, but we do have Joey, yes, Joey Wagner joining us. Talk about this Illinois basketball schedule a little bit. and I don't know, Illinois football won. Maybe he's got some positives to talk about with that, too. Quick yeah. break on the way to the break. Another peak of the three-day weather forecast. This one's sponsored by our friends, remember. This is your WSOY three-day forecast brought to you by O'Shea Builders. Today was sunny with a high near 68 with wind gusts as high as 45 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy and windy with a low around 51. On Friday, a slight chance of rain in the afternoon. Otherwise, partly sunny with a high near 64. And on Saturday, a 40% chance of rain and clouds with a high near 48. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Gordon Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy, my friends. And always remember, stay be born to build. Brought to you by O'Shea Build. <laughs> Stay be born to build. That's all we're asking. <laughs> Springfield Clinic is committed to providing high quality health care along with an excellent patient experience because your health is our job. Providing value to you is our duty. And caring for those who make our community home, that's our mission. Springfield Clinic, caring for you here. Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. 
We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. Update your home with beautiful custom cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you within budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andrix of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. That's my man's right Mm -hmm. there. That's a good uh, one. Again. Wait a minute. But can he see? Can he really see? Is the question. He can see. He, a lot of people he, believe he can see. I ain't trying to have no part-time love or something. <laughs> good song. I think he... Still have a still still not a big Stevie Wonder uh, seeker outer, but I love it when I hear it. Yeah, nah, you love him. You love him. Feel it. Like feel Ray, the I music. Like Ray Charles more, but it's a great song. I can hear Ray Charles, but I feel Stevie. Right? Uh, okay. You feel that? Not. I feel Ray. Feel I feel that. the pain in Ray's voice. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, 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 I, can't, I can't respond to that. That's good. Yeah. Eric Lee Show, Richland's Courtney Carson, marching on. Hey, you don't even, you know, you don't, you don't want to keep going. You don't want to. Joey Wagner's with us for the Hell and Review. Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles? I don't know. That Stevie Wonder sounds good. <laughs> That's why I like you. That's why I like you, man. That's all right. That's all right. That's why I like you. There's really you, no, man. I don't think there's a wrong answer there. There's a guy who picks. Who would pick Ray Charles? I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody that says look, Steve Wonder's probably had a. He's got. More, he's probably got more hits. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah, I would think that's probably true. Oh, for sure. Probably a more lucrative career. Helps to. He's a little younger. Uh, definitely helps. He's still alive. Comes with lucrat- lucrativity. Mm-hmm. I made that word up. I think. Mm-hmm. So Joey, what's up, man? We finally got a win. <laughs> finally got a win for yeah. Illini football. Felt like forever. It literally is like it's more than a year since it happened. Oh my gosh! Uh, what what yeah. was what was the take of Lovey? Relief? Uh, Lovey. Um, <laughs> he was yeah, just Lovey. He was, he was happy to have it, right? I mean, it was, you know, they needed it. They desperately needed it. He realized that. But I mean, it wasn't quite the parade I thought it was going to be. I thought it'd be maybe a little bit more, but hmm. all counts the same, I suppose. Sure. Uh, well, here we are, six days from basketball season. Uh, well, first of all, I guess football. Any take on Nebraska? The Illini are a sixteen-point underdog. I assume you're not going, right? I'm not. I'll be uh, covering that from the, the couch again. I've not gotten too pretty bad. good at, at covering things from sitting on my couch. <laughs> uh, you know, I know when to throw the polo on for the post-game zoom. Nice. So I've got the timing. I've got the timing and everything down pretty good here with that. Uh, honestly, I don't. <laughs> 16 points makes sense. I mean, simply because, look, Nebraska's not very good either. But 
it's the same thing I said last week. Same thing we talked about. You got to prove it. I mean, you got to prove that you, you squeaked by Rutgers, mm-hmm. but you got to prove that you're able to win these games. And you'll be curious what the quarterback situation looks like. Brandon Peters can play. I, it's really hard for me Eric, to envision him not starting. I mean, Lovey has he's a loyal guy, and to be look, Brandon's a good quarterback. I mean, especially in, you know the comparison to what Illinois has had in the last six years. Yeah. So it's hard for me. I, I, I think we're going to see Isaiah. I think it'd be crazy to think you're not going to see Isaiah in packages. And I've not heard anything about the starter, but it's you know, Brandon has started to start the season, and it's it's really hard for me. Isaiah was really good last week. I mean, yeah. he he ran. I, I couldn't believe they ran him 31 times, but he had 192 yards. He, you know, he showed a little bit in the passing game. Probably would like to see substantially more. But it's, it's to me, it's, it feels like it should be Brandon. Uh, any uh, any take on the two undefeated matchups in the conference? Oh boy, well, it's Northwestern it, and yeah, uh, Wisconsin and uh, Indiana. Indiana, Ohio State, man, that's going to be a game. You think so? Indiana's really good. I mean, yeah, maybe not, but it's going to be fun enough to watch, right? Sure. Indiana's a fun team to watch. Ohio State, it's fun to watch Justin Fields throw it literally all over whenever he wants and however he wants to do it. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested still in continuing to watch Wisconsin just because, I mean, it's, it's just hard to get a grip. You know, like we look back to week one, like, hey, that's the last time we saw Brandon Peters, and he didn't, the offense didn't do anything. He was part of that. But then we didn't see the Wisconsin defense again for two weeks. They come back and just bulldoze Michigan. Yeah. But Michigan's probably not very good. So, I mean, I'm just excited to see Wisconsin in the sense of, are they as good as I probably thought they were and still think they are? And I, really, where's Northwestern clearly rank? But, yeah, I think the Ohio State in the end game thinks the same. Uh, unfortunately, it's at the same time as Illinois, but at least Wisconsin yeah. Northwestern, they, they kick off afterwards. So it should be all right. Uh, schedule comes out for Big Ten basketball. What jumped out at you instantly? Any anything? I, I, the down the stretch is going to be uh, challenging. A lot of road, but games. not very challenging early. Uh, it's a pretty sta- the whole schedule by and large in the Big Ten is favorable for Illinois. You see Iowa one time. That is very good news. I mean, bad news for the fans who like watching that because it's a fun matchup to watch. Sure, but if you're trying to win a Big Ten championship, seeing Iowa one time. Bodes well for you. It helps. Yeah. Uh, and then you see you get Nebraska twice, Northwestern twice. I mean, that's also good news. Right? They're not very good. That's that should be four wins if Illinois is as good as we think they are. Penn State There's twice. No, yeah. Penn State twice. They're, they're not where they were, and especially with the Pat Chambers debacle. Yep. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty favorable for Illinois. Sure. Um, you know, and this is kind of rare. I mean, as, as an Illinois fan, I feel like most of the years, not counting 05, but most of the years, it's like, okay, this team could be all right this year. They start with four of six on the road, uh, five of six are ranked, you know, <laughs> in conference play, I mean. Uh, so this, this is definitely a, a much better start than a finish. Now, Rutgers is starting ranked. What, what do you think of Rutgers? Are, are you... They, 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 man, now the, the rack where they play is yeah. tough, and it's not going to be the same without fans there. But Rutgers is good. I mean, it, it, it still feels weird, right? It really is any Rutgers, mm-hmm. you know, football or basketball. Like, ah, really? What, what do they know about them? They're good. They're, they're, they're good. They're, they play tough. So that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a not a fun way to go in your second game of the season, in the conference play, that is. But, I mean, I... If you tell them teams what they what we think they are, it's, you would still say Illinois is going to win that game. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at Iowa fifth in the country, Wisconsin seven, the Illini are eight, um, Michigan State's thirteen, Ohio State's twenty third, Michigan's twenty fifth. I think that's all the ranked teams. Uh, oh, and Rutger, yeah, Rutgers twenty fourth, but Rutgers will be the only ranked team they play in the first. Nine games of the of the conference. So, you know, you got Minnesota and, and, uh, and Rutgers as a team, but Penn State they do host Indiana. Is, is Indiana are they are they down? I can't remember where they are. Man, Indiana's the hardest team to read that isn't ranked. Uh, you know, they, they get the they've got a freshman who reclassed, and I'm just I'm drawing a blank on his name off the top of my head. But right. they bring back Trace Jackson Davis, who yeah, really if Kofi wasn't going to be the Big Ten freshman of the year last year, it was going to be him. 
Yeah, that's right. So Indiana, they're not ranked, but I, you know, I don't look at that and say, ah, they'll be fine. That's, I mean, Indiana, I think they're going to end up catching their, their stride yeah. at some point. Yeah, they got them in the fourth game, then Purdue, but those are both back-to-back home games against those two teams. So Illinois could definitely get hot and get on a roll before they start playing all the ranked teams. They, they got to go to East Lansing before they play Iowa. That one game is in Champaign. It is, it is definitely lined up for the Illini to possibly to, to win the conference. I mean, the schedule lines up yeah. in a preferable way. If you told them they were going to have to play so many road games and these teams, you know, pick pick some teams you only want to play once. You, they, they do have to play Wisconsin twice, but I mean. You know, it's not too, it's not too awful trying to not overdo it here on the, uh, on the positivity. We'll start. We'll just get started next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. How's that sound? Sounds good. Look, I, quickly though, I will say that to start the Big Ten season in the way that they are lines up pretty well considering with that last stretch of non-conferences when you've got number two Baylor, yeah. number nine Duke, and then even if Missouri's down, this is still bragging rights. Even if it's without fans, this is still an emotional game, right? So, I mean, that, that's going to be, that's a 10 day stretch there. That's going to be, that's going to take a lot. And I, you're traveling from Indianapolis and then Durham and then Columbia. And so that's, I mean, that's, you know, I guess what I'm saying is you'd rather start the way they are than that than see Wisconsin, Iowa, and Michigan in the first three games. You, you circle Missouri. I circle Missouri as these dudes better want to get even with this team as much as anybody on the, on the damn schedule. <laughs> I, I sat through that, you know, horrific performance last year in St. Louis and, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm expecting a crushing job, especially since they're, you know, there's going to be no fans there. I'm, I'm just, I have high expectations for that game and I'm not, I don't have high expectations for Baylor or Duke. I actually don't expect to win. I don't know. I don't know enough don't about Baylor though to, to have an opinion. Like, I have, you know, it sounds like as I read more, Baylor, Gonzaga, Villanova are kind of in this upper tier of yeah. teams. And you know, again, it's it's so hard because neutral sites and no fans, and how much does that matter? How much of this is just basketball and basketball and coaching? I don't know, but I think that Baylor game is going to be hard to win. Remember, they were ranked number one in the country literally forever last year. Yeah. There's weeks on end of it. So that's tough. And, I mean, that's, what a great non-conference game. What a great day in Indianapolis. And before that, you get Gonzaga and Tennessee. And then you follow up and beat the midnight hour with Illinois and uh, Baylor. It'll be fun. Now, where does Illinois rank as far as when everything's clicking uh, at, the, at, at the home facility, when everything's clicking? Where, where does Illinois fall with home court advantage? Because that's going to be neutralized. And I just wonder how, you know, it's really going to come down to the best players on the floor a lot this year, and it, it feels good to, to have this team in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I don't, I don't know that I would have even taken last year's team in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Last year's team was good, but when it's, when it's really going in the State Farm Center, and it, I, mean, I think back to the Maryland game last year, Iowa, obviously. Yeah. It's it's rowdy in there. Now, Mackey gets pretty crazy. Yes. And Michigan State gets what was pretty noisy, even though I touched down in East Lansing after I flew across the country and they could have had fireworks and I wouldn't have had any yeah. an idea. I think Wisconsin might rank ahead of Illinois, too. Wisconsin gets up there. I mean, if you look around the Big Ten, there's not one that really, I mean, Northwestern, I guess, right? I mean, it's kind of. Well, Rutgers doesn't have a huge advantage. I don't even think Maryland has a better home oh, court no, advantage. Now, Rutgers is a crazy place. The yeah. rat gets going. Yeah, but more so than the State Farm Center? I guess if it's all it's clicking, okay. we haven't necessarily seen Rutgers with it all clicking. We've seen all these other yeah, teams. There, there were times last year when it is just a, I mean, it is a wild, wild place to be. Yeah. I would say the only one you look at, and you know, I've never been to Nebraska. So I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I know they're, they're crazy for football, and they'd go there if they were all in the world. No, they they never played well. They never Western. They never played well at the barn, but I think that was just a personal thing. I wouldn't necessarily give Minnesota the credit for that over the years. Yeah, I mean, I there's probably a, a top tier, but I don't think there's anyone you're eager to walk into except for only Northwestern. You got to shake people away to the first media time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Indiana's got a good one too, but it's a lot of older people as well. Um, so I mean, it's season ticket holders. Yeah, are whole a lives. lot of this comes down to the student section, right? Yeah, and, and how how wild they get. Yeah, I, the season ticket holders need to be a little rowdy too, and that's been a disadvantage for Illinois in previous years uh, as well. Hey, beer sales, beer sales, baby. That's been huge. <laughs> uh, 
So, all right. Hey, looking forward to it. You're going to, you're going to spend Thanksgiving, uh, uh, in Champagne, right? I am. Yeah. We canceled our family holidays to the end of the year anyway. So I didn't have to make any, uh, sweeping changes except for. Do we know anything? Do do we know anything about those three opponents? Can any of them be dangerous? No. To me, that's tune up. And good. I mean, we should put on a show for us. I said, I don't know, on TV. But no, no, that's, that should be a tune up and, and get ready. They're still December 15. We don't know. We know it's at the state function. We don't know who it's going to be. I expect another tune up game. I don't grab. And, you know, a lot of schedules we were spoken for. And, and I wouldn't imagine three days after Baylor and how, what's that? Four days before, three days before you go to Duke and you're trying to schedule anything off there. Yeah. Has Brad, has, has Brad said anything about preparing for the quiet of a of a gym in these games, you know, and just how much they're going to have to dig down and find it themselves? You know, it, it, pro players do yeah, it. I think they handled the bubble fine, but they're professionals. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to ask that. I'm assuming we'll talk to him Monday or Tuesday, and I'm eager to ask him about that. Also, I'm going to be honest, I'm, just, I'm really excited to hear some trash talk. That's true. I mean, you'll <laughs> I mean, have some pumped-in crowd noise, but... I mean, Illinois, Iowa. I don't. It doesn't matter how much crowd noise you have. I, I hope whoever hosts that, and hopefully CSPN is a dump button. Yeah. Nearby, and that that's going to be really really fun. And you, you get, that is kind of. I mean, we're going to be sitting up, kind of in in the rich people seats hmm. instead of on our normal courtside uh, spot. But I think we're still going to hear it, and that's going to be because that's when you kind of really see. You know, even though we sit courtside, it's so loud. You get the student section behind you going nuts. So to, to really hear kind of that competitor, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Also, to listen to college coaches coach. I think that's going to be super interesting for you to be in person there, too, because that was one of the best yeah, things you about. Can, you can hear Brad. That's fine. You want to see. He, he's loud. Mm-hmm. Usually you can hear Brad. But I'm excited when you don't have to listen to, I don't say have to, but when the student section is not behind you going nuts, what what you hear out of. A little different. All the coaches, right? Yeah. I sat a couple rows uh, behind Izzo one time, thanks to Brett Jerger taking me to a game in Bloomington. Um, it's going to be fun for you to listen to him work the officials because he doesn't stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, I don't know. I know you're not as, as close to the opponent, but but the opponent's uh, bench. But you're going to be able to hear everything, uh, you know, in, in a quiet gym. So it's going to be an inter- yeah, interesting year good. to read your tweets. Really and, weird. It's going to be a really weird uh, couple day. Like usually, Eric, you and I had. Drinks Thanksgiving night in the cow last year. Yeah, it's gonna be weird not having our usual schedule of. I mean, we. I mean, I don't know who. We've surpassed weird. weird. <laughs> Somebody was gonna be at Memorial Stadium. We know that. We know we would have covered the game at the state championship on Friday afternoon. I was able to book. I, a, I was able to book a trip to Vegas six months ago uh, or three months ago, whatever it was, uh, knowing that we weren't going to be in Champaign or uh, or DeKalb this year on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We've surpassed we weird. Did, yeah, such a it's such a staple of our calendars, right? I mean, it's, yeah. How many how many in a row have you done? It's got to be up there. Uh, I, well, I think, at least you know seven I, or eight or something. I don't is it that I don't know if Moreau's been that many years in a row. Let's see. Well, yeah, Moreau. Well, same team. Moreau went the same year. That was the year that Dmac won. Yeah, that was so the last so four three for sure. Years in Moreau. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, and Um, I think it's when Moreau fell. Jack's junior year. So what year would that have been? Fifteen, maybe. When they lost to Tri Valley, I believe that. So it's a pretty good streak. Central A and M kept it alive for us last year, but it's mostly been Maroa. And then the, you know, one year St. T joined them there, like you said. So yeah, for us, we've had Tuscola, Monticello, and it's been yeah. You've got more teams to cover that have been going. Yeah. So well, I'm going to miss it, but well, I mean, I still keep holding out that we still may get some football. It's just going to be at a weird time. So. I hope so. I hope we have something in May. Hopefully, the I just don't want to be covering football. I don't want to be missing the tournament. We're probably going to be at one location now. I don't want to be missing the tournament to be covering high school football. So that's, isn't that going to be a cool NCAA tournament every you know, two weeks or whatever will happen in Indianapolis? Oh, and it could be. It, everything's going to be unique. We're going to, we're going to try a lot of different things for one year, and then we'll go back to normal probably. So I hope we go back to normal. Yeah, that's true. Hey, good to talk to you. 
All right, gentlemen. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to Happy you. Have a great Doc. Thanksgiving uh, there uh, in Champaign watching the Illini. Thanksgiving night, they'll, or I don't know about night. I don't know if the time's announced, but they'll play Wright State next Thursday, uh, Ohio uh, next Friday. Uh, we are going to – Ohio was the previous coaching location of John Gross, right? Mm. Akron now. He came, yeah, he came from Ohio when he came to coach at Illinois, but now they're going to mm. play Ohio uh, in, the, in that third day of the uh, – the classic they're having we're gonna get a quick break when we come back I, I think we might try to sneak mark tuffer into preview sport talk and uh right now we're gonna open up the phone lines before we get a break couple things at once again big thanks to joey wagner how interview sports writer if you missed any of that it'll be available at nadicator.com his conversations are considered inside the locker room with bring cotter realtors thanks to bring cotter and check out bring cotter.com uh you know we've not a whole lot of houses to buy because uh the, the market is so active but go be, make sure you check that out daily uh for what's happening bring cotter dot com uh, inside the locker room with Brink Cotter Realtors. Phone lines are open. We're giving away two more. The State Farm Good Neighbor Giveaway. We gave away two yesterday. Uh, it's our last two days of this. We are giving away two today and two tomorrow. Uh, and, of course, the Good Neighbor Giveaway is a $25 gift certificate to a local location in town. They have different ones. Uh, you just have to go into Mike Mandrell's office and pick from what's left. Uh, but right now you want to call 875-1340. Again, Dom's going to have to answer one line and then answer another. So keep calling through the break, 875-1340. The Good Neighbor Giveaway brought to you by State Farm Agents, Rob Lippick, Ali Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. And finally, on the way to our last break, a three-day weather forecast from the Rev. Courtney Carson. How's the rest of the week look, other than it's already dark outside? It's looking pretty good. Uh, today we had a high near 68 with wind gusts as high as 45 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy and windy with a low around 51. On Friday, a slight chance of rain in the afternoon, otherwise partly sunny with a high near 64. And on Saturday, a 40% chance of rain and cloudy with a high near 48. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please try to stay healthy, my friends. So long. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers and Company with the United Way Update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way Update every Thursday, presented by Tate and Lyle. Improving lives for generations. I mask up because I want to keep my patients, my colleagues, my family, my friends, and myself safe. I wear a mask because I want to protect my patients, family, and friends. I mask up because it helps prevent the spread of the virus and keeps respiratory droplets contained. The SIU Center for Family Medicine masks up for our community, and you should too. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. All right, welcome back. We are rounding out. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.